Hello, I know, it's not a Tuesday, and I haven't been active for a little bit, but that's cause I'm busy, and I got sick, and I just have had a lot of mental breakdowns in the middle. You know how it is. And last week was Thanksgiving, and there was all this family, and man, I just gotta got, I just gotta get back on it, and... I need some source of inspiration, but this week in a weird way was very inspiring because this week actually sucked. Um, for so many different reasons. Most of it has been the anxiety of getting into college because a lot of people have been getting in and I'm actually, it's not like I'm unhappy for them or anything. Like I'm so happy for them that it makes me more nervous. So I'm just waiting, like, like, you know, that thing where your foot just shakes all day long? That's me. Um, I'm, re- I'm really nervous, I'm not gonna lie. Because I don't know how to react in, in either situation. Like, I don't know how to react if I do get in. And I definitely don't know how to react if I don't get in. And, and both of those things suck. I should be able to deal with some sort of reaction. But I don't know how. Um... I wish I would just stop caring about it so much. I also feel like schools, schools felt very lonely. I don't know. I think when it starts raining and it's gloomy, life feels very lonely. Which is strange because everywhere I apply to it gets rainy and gloomy by like October. And it just stays that way till April. Because the East Coast just rains all fucking time. But I don't know. I think it's pretty when it rains outside, but there's something about it that's just sad in a beautiful way. As long as you feel happy, you know, then you can appreciate the beauty and sadness. But when you're sad, then it just accentuates the whole thing so much more. I don't think I have anything insightful to say today. I'm extremely tired. I'm extremely unmotivated. I'm extremely anxious and I'm just waiting and I'm trying to get my mind off of it. Maybe the anxiety will just make everything worse. Actually, false anxiety does make everything worse. Just have no idea how to get rid of it. Today was a very weird day. I mean, I think one of the most important things in life is just being self-aware of who you are. It's also one of the most difficult things in life to know who you are. And it sucks to that whole thing of trying to figure it out because as soon as you figure it out, everything changes and you become different again. And you're just constantly going through this never-ending process of change. And change is difficult because sometimes you just want consistency. But consistency is boring. And that's not life. So I think... The most important thing is to be self-aware. And self-awareness doesn't mean you know who you are. You at least know who you aren't. And you at least should know who you want to be. And if you're going to become that person. And if you want to, how you can do that. And, you know, that means admitting that you're confused or admitting your flaws. I think that's important. I think that's the point of all of this. I also think another really, really, really important thing is being kind to other people being kind to other people doesn't necessarily mean being kind to them in front of them you know 
being kind to people means like if you hear people shit talking someone you just stand up and say fuck you man don't do that don't be rude right being kind to someone is like stopping other people from being assholes and like this has been throughout all of history i guess if you do nothing then you're just a part of the other side it doesn't matter what you believe in if you don't do anything about it then it never mattered at all and i think at some point in my life i had that realization that regardless of the things i say none of it matters unless i do anything about it and so i got this crazy obsession where i had to do something and doing something isn't a big thing it's small it's very small it's just simply saying like don't say that about them or you know whatever it is that you're you're standing up for and so in my weird world this weird ass podcast is my way of doing something i think it's cuz i i sort of grew up wondering what the fuck's going on and i don't think this explains what's going on but it at least tells you that it doesn't matter if you're confused cuz i'm also confused and that in itself is a much better feeling oh on a complete side note spotify wrapped came out and if any of you had my podcast in your wrapped i am eternally grateful i know that it might have popped up if you just listened to it once or twice and i i actually am very very grateful for that i mean it was really nice to hear from a lot of you you all sent me pictures of them and it really made my heart feel warm because i don't know sometimes i just feel like i'm not doing anything and i'm just sitting here as a passive character in the book of life and in that small moment i felt like no i wasn't a passive character i did something i did something other than just sit around and bitch all day long which is what i think people think the conventional use of life is it's crazy to think that anybody takes their time and listens to this and when i'm not even able to take my time and make it you know i should be more active i'm just a loser god there's so many instances in my life where i wish i had just made smarter decisions or not fucked up you know but everyone fucks up and everyone's supposed to deal with those consequences. But the weird part is at the end of the day, I don't think I regret anything. Ever. I don't think I regret anything. Everything I did in life happened the way that it happened. So I could be here. And like hundreds of years ago, whoever my weird ass ancestor was, probably fucked up a shitload of times too and that led her i'm gonna say her because i don't care about whatever the other half um that sounds awful i do care about the other half but in my head when i think about my ancestors it's always girls fun fact i asked my mom and my dad if they knew their grandparents like their grandmother's names and they didn't everyone in my family at least 3 generations above me is just known by their husband 
So it's like blah blah blah's wife and no one remembers their names anymore. And I had to ask my grandparents if they knew their parents' names. They said yeah, and then I asked my grandparents if they knew their grandparents' name, which is my great great grandparents. They did not know their names. Which I think is incredibly phenomenal because women back then were really just someone else's something. Anyway, back to the point. I don't know, a hundred years ago, my grandparents, boy or girl, I'll care about both. Not my grandparents, my great, great, great grandparents, whatever. Who's alive a hundred years ago? Let's see. My grandparents were definitely not alive a hundred years ago because they're not even a hundred. They're like 60, which means their parents weren't alive a hundred years ago. My great-great-grandparents were alive a hundred years ago. And all the weird-ass actions of them resulted in me. I am the epitome of their actions for as much time as it has existed. I mean, eventually, a hundred years from now, my great-great-grandchild will be the epitome of my actions. And that's such a weird way to think... At the end of the day, I don't regret anything because I'm okay. And I mean, yeah, sometimes I just put myself in a self-imposed shitty moment, but it's okay. All those shitty mental breakdowns that you have, they're all learning moments to realize I'm human, I fuck up, and everything's okay. Or I'm human, life's fucked up, and I'm going to deal with it. I just need to let it out first. Depends on the situation, really. Sometimes you just cry because, like, it's easy to cry. Like, sometimes you cry because things are good. Sometimes you cry because things are bad. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't think crying's a bad thing. Sometimes people are like, you cry too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, just because it's a healthy thing to do. Something I realized recently is you can just exist and be yourself and no matter what it'll never be enough for everyone else and I used to not care about those things you know I used to not care about what people thought of me or saw when they looked at me but this past week I don't know what it is that's just all that's been on my mind is what do people think when they look at me? Who am I in their eyes? And it's terrifying. It's terrifying to realize that to someone, I'm a person they knew for seven years and then forgot about. Or someone that they knew forever and then were so easily able to demonize. Or I'm just someone they see in the hallway every five days because our classes line up like that. I think that's crazy. That to everybody, I'm some other version of myself. Except to me, because I'm around me the longest. I mean, I have to be self-aware, because if I'm not self-aware, then no one has any sort of real conception of who I am. I'm the only one who knows me to the fullest. So if I don't take the effort to understand it, then no one ever will. And then I'm screwed. And I'll only be remembered through everyone else's eyes. And I don't know what that looks like. And I find that extremely 
terrifying and I don't know if you do or maybe you didn't and now you do because I said it because you didn't really think about it and you're now you're like fuck you Shemba for making me think of the super depressing thing um yeah when I originally started this podcast someone came and told me as a piece of constructive criticism Um, I love that they call it constructive criticism because it was in no way constructive or criticism. Uh, It's too pretentious and very nihilistic. Uh, First of all, well, actually, they didn't say I was very nihilist. They said my podcast was nihilistic. Like that word nihilistic, which I feel like is just not the best description. Um... I'm not a nihilist. I'm an existentialist. I don't think nothing exists. I just think, um... Our perception is wrong. Yeah, I think that's right. I think our societal perception of what exists is wrong. I think other things exist. I'm like a spiritual existentialist. I need to go to college and take a bunch of philosophy classes and then I need some professor to tell me I'm stupid so I can learn more. Senior year sucked. I'm acting like it's over. It's so over in my head. I'm so burnt out and I can't do it anymore. My brain, I just want to learn and I feel like I'm not learning as much as I'm just doing stuff to keep myself awake while I wait anxiously to find out whether or not I'm going to college. I want to learn things. I want to learn about fun things and bad things. And I just want to learn about everything so that I just know what's going on. But instead, I just feel like I'm struggling to keep up with everything that's happening. This is one of the most stressful years I've ever had. There's just so much going on. And most of the time, I feel like I can't even deal with it. I did say today was a good day. However, this podcast is very sad. And that's because I'm very, very tired. And I I have to rewrite my English essay. But, like, he never gave us a due date. So I could turn it in tomorrow. I could turn it in on Monday. I already redid the first assignment we had. It's not even redo. It's just adding edits. I make it sound like I failed. I didn't fail. And, like, I don't want to do it my only homework i don't have to do it i can if i want to and as you can tell i don't want to i just want to sit in bed and like do nothing oh my god how did i not talk about this okay the creator of bojack horseman Raphael bob waxberg wrote a book called someone who will love you in all your damaged glory and i read it in literally three days but not really i read the first like couple hundred no i first read the first couple couple hundred no no 150 pages yeah 150 it's not a couple hundred because we didn't get to 200 but the first 150 pages over the span of two days and then the rest of the book which is about 200 pages last night no false the rest of the book almost last night and then the last 20 pages today when i had 20 minutes in the middle of the day and i just didn't want to do my math homework and i decided i would just do this instead and let me just tell you I'm so sorry, I just spent like 45 seconds explaining my reading schedule to you. Not the point. I haven't read in a while. I read Farewell to Arms in three days. I read this in three days. And it was phenomenal. Literally after like each... So 
the the plot of the book is false there's no plot they're just a bunch of mini stories that go together under one theme of someone who will love you and all of your damaged glory and after every like mini story i would just stare at the wall for like 10 to 10 minutes to an hour and just just contemplate like what the fuck man it's so genius um it's called someone who will love you in all your damaged glory it is a pink book and the cover is a president looking guy holding the sign that says someone who will love you in all of your damaged glory by Raphael Bob Waxberg I'm literally acting like he sponsors me but like he doesn't have to I'm in love with the book and it doesn't end there what else was phenomenal nothing it just made my heart hurt and also feel warmth and importance at the same time it was incredible and oh god what a work of art the other day in my engineering class i walked around and i held each person's hands and i said their dream college class of 2024 and gave them good vibes And I don't know what it was about that, because I'm not a spiritual person, but I could literally feel the vibes go through my arms. And then, at the end of the day, I was so exhausted. Like, I literally felt like I was going to pass out. Like, I just actually transferred energy. And I know you're thinking, oh my god, I'm listening to a podcast by a hippie crackhead. False. I'm not a hippie or a crackhead should have been a hippie crackhead should have been born in the late 60s Mm, no middle no early 60s does that make me a boomer no i don't know i just wanted to go to college during the hippie period and like burn draft cards and be at berkeley and i don't know That was who I was supposed to be. If that makes me a boomer, then so be it. The 70s. Yeah, there was the threat of nuclear war, but that exists now, so I might as well have lived back then when people cared more about it. And now I could be a boomer who's like, fuck you guys for ruining the world, and really it was my fault. Well, actually, it wouldn't have been my fault, because I would have been part of the hippie group that said this is all bullshit that's gonna ruin the world in 20 years and then it would have been 20 false 40 years it's been 40 years since the 70s are you kidding me what the 70s that's 10 years the 80 10 years 90s the the 2000s that's 40 years <gasps> it's been 40 no way since 1970 it's basically been 50 years <gasps> oh my god oh my god guys it's been 50 years since the 70s i would be a boomer if i lived during that time wow it's been 20 minutes what the fuck have i talked about I think you're just gonna listen to me slowly deteriorate. 
anyway i love you all have a good day i hope you get into the college of your dreams if you're a senior if you're not i hope you're happy and also good night i think i'm gonna take a nap